The time has finally come, and now we are here at the second season of the Lindsay Morgan Snyder Podcast. Welcome back. Please take your seats. This season, your host will talk to all kinds of storytellers from right here in the center of it all, the place where dreamers gather, Hollywood. From actors to producers to creative directors and dancers, from pastors to models to music makers and Hollywood executives, we will be exploring what Jesus has been up to behind the scenes for decades and the exciting things that he's bringing to the forefront through his favorite Hollywood players. It's sure to be a great show. Also, speaking of great things, we are thrilled to share about Lindsay's new product platform where more wisdom, breakthrough, and joy are sure to be released. Check out lindsaymorgansnyder.com for more info. And now, welcome your host, Lindsay Morgan Snyder. Meet you. You had been in L.A. for years. You kind of knew the landscape. To meet you at that wedding and then to come out here and just know someone so solid like you was really, really special for me. So I know. Well, it was a blessing for me, too. You've been such a good friend over the years and such a role model and example. And I'm so grateful for you. And the world's so grateful for you, too, Lindsay. Oh, you're so precious. Well, I love all your stories. I always loved hearing, like, whenever you and I would end up at a wedding. To- well, we've ended up at multiple weddings together, if you think about it. I know. Um, I just loved hearing your stories. Like, you would tell me these stories, and I was like, what? So just a, a little background for you guys. And, Kaylin, you can correct me. But um, so Kaylin has been in arts and entertainment for years. Years, 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 yeah. years. And and she's been around all kinds of, like, in New York and Los Angeles, even overseas, right? Didn't you do some work in other yeah. countries or was it? Yeah, mostly Paris. Yeah, Paris and, and London, um, you know, I've worked a lot there, but mostly in the United States between New York and L.A. So, yeah, I've, I, I was, I got into, like, singing and acting and dancing and stuff when I was a little girl and was doing some work even you know as a little girl and a a teenager in New York and moved there and then when I was 21 moved to LA and really started getting into modeling and stuff so I've kind of you know been all over the place with it now I'm in Jackson Wyoming which is completely completely different than any of these cities but um but yeah, it's like God's opened up doors, you know, just in in the United States and Europe, and it's just been a big adventure to say the least. Yeah, it's amazing, and and just so you guys know, like Kaylin will be humble about it. Is this she is this thing model? She's stunning. Like I mean, her pictures. You're just like, oh, oh my gosh, thank you, Lindsay. Like, You've modeled for so many different groups. I mean, do you care to share any of those those different like organizations, or would you rather kind of oh. keep that under wraps? Well, it's it's always kind of weird being like, "Here's my resume," <laughs> but no, I mean, but it's, it's really you know what it is. It's really bra- bragging on God because He's opened the doors. It's not been my. I mean, there's like, you know, girls that are way more talented than me, way more beautiful than me, and it's like his favor um, has opened up a lot of doors that I could have never gone through just on my own and in my own ability. But yeah, I mean like anything from, you know, Reebok to Monique Lillier to, you know, 
TV series. I mean, just there's just been so many. It's like to even like go back through just all the different clients that he's allowed me to work for. It's just incredible, you know. And like I said, it's not by my own anything. It's just like him opening up these doors. And I think it's really a lot of times just to be on these sets to be able to talk to the other, you know, models or actors or directors and just the stories that um, have come out of some of these, these days on set or runway shows or whatever. It's just been, or the friendships that have, have come out of these things. It's just been incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, that's what I love about it. I just, I love for people to hear like how, how literally when you're like, God, just like whatever you want to do and, and just your humility and your purity, I feel like is, is the reason that God's been Mm -hmm. able to use you the way he has, you know, you're just so humble about it, even though I'm like, no, this girl, like, I'm going to brag on you for a quick minute. Um, oh, but, but I love, I just, I don't know. I've just always been so proud of you as a friend and love being a little you. prayer warrior for you at times when you're on set and you're like, Lynn's like, you know, I'm feeling, you know, feeling this, feeling that. And, you know, you yes. reach out to some of prayer. Like I loved partnering with you because I'm like, this girl is on the front lines and you, you really were yeah. so powerful. And just, you know, I remember your stories about like hanging out in like the dressing room area, you know, before a shoot or something and just like, just like talking with girls, you know, not even like so much about like Jesus himself, but you just your kind spirit and just how different you are because Jesus lives in you and just love the way you loved on people. And it was just so mm-hmm. powerful. Or I'd come to your birthday parties and there'd be like a cast of characters there, you know, and like yeah. far from the Lord sometimes, you know, but like, but just these people, they were drawn to you because the love of Jesus that was in you and just, you know, mm-hmm. they were just drawn to you. And it was just so, so powerful. I just always really respected you and thought, gosh, she's just really doing the work here in LA and it's not about her. It was never about you, even though it had been so easy no. to make it. A- <laughs> you know, well, and believe me, I mean, like, that's just, that's something that I feel like everybody that's in Hollywood or anybody that's artistic and, you know, God starts to put those gifts on display or they get a platform or whatever. I mean, I think it's a constant, um, you know, I'm constantly like, Lord, just keep me so humble and he does. I mean, Lindsay, you've prayed me through. I had I had a lot of health issues um, through the years, and it's like you know there are days where I would go on set and I would be so sick, sick to my stomach, and like you know, in between takes, I'd have to go to the bathroom, and you know, like just just begging God to just get me through the day. And I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel equipped. I didn't feel anything. But somehow God always got me through those days. And it's like you know, I feel like he always just has a way, whether it's physical um, illness or just, you know, things that just keep you real, really humble. Um, You know, I think if you ask for that, like he, he finds ways to keep you completely dependent on him and, and know that it's not in your own strength or your own abilities, but it's really um, him doing, doing all the heavy lifting. So, um, so yeah, I can't I can't take any credit for myself. But what you were saying even about um you know, just getting to witness to to girls in the dressing room or backstage or whatever, you know, there's that verse about just being the fragrance of Christ and 
And I, I feel like I, I always pray that whether it's a, you know, I'm on set or a job or just in daily life, you know, I feel like people are drawn to that, that fragrance. Um, and, you know, they say, it says in the Bible that it's, it's sweet smelling to people. Um, and to some people it smells like death and it's gross, you know, but for people that, that are curious about Jesus, that, that want to know more, that are hungry for him, they want to be around that. And so I just always pray that God will put the fragrance of Christ in all the different rooms around Hollywood, you know, that, that people would get hungry and, and, and want to be more around, around that. And um, yeah, so, so that's yeah. that. No, I love that. That's so powerful. And um, so I, I love, I love this part of your story because I think it's cool how God does put us in places that were like, how did we get here? You know, I think that's really cool. And and again, I think your humility and just dependence on Christ is how you ended up in these places. But um but let's talk a little bit about kind of your the the door that opened with um Project Runway, right? So yeah. I love that show. I love clothes, but Aww. I didn't know until years after I knew you that story. Can you share more about that story? Because it's a fun story. Oh, just about like, like getting cast on the show and everything. Yeah, like just kind or, of how that all down. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was living in New York at the time, and I was doing quite a bit of modeling, and um, you know, got even the way that I got cast on that show was so crazy. My talk about humility. Like my agent had just dropped me. Um, but I still was getting castings from this agency and I went and um, after being dropped and just having like, just feeling so low and like, Lord, what are you doing with my life? I got cast on the show. And um, anyway, I ended up winning it. Um, I ended we ended up filming in LA and um, it was project runway. And then there was a show about the models that season and it was called Models of the Runway. And anyway, it was like 16 girls. We were all living in a house in L.A. And anyway, long story short, I ended up winning. But it was right after this, like, just terrible time where I was like, God, what are you doing with my life? My agency wow. didn't even want me anymore. And then after Project Runway, it was like, you know, all these doors started opening. I ended up signing with Ford in New York and um, shortly after moving out to LA and there's just a lot of doors that were just incredible that, that, um, you know, I feel like getting cast on that show, God like used, um, used that to open the next doors that he, he wanted me to go through. And I think that, you know, I, LA wasn't even on my radar screen until we went out to LA to film. Um, and so, what a blessing it it was to be in LA for the past 10 years and um you know all the incredible things that got opened up there was it's just it's just unreal you know that's so cool yeah i love that that's so fun where were you guys i'm just, now i'm just curious but like where where did you live in this house with 10 girls that just sounds super interesting <laughs> oh my gosh it was oh it's crazy um but it was down it was downtown on olive street just like in a oh, big okay. high rise high 
high-rise apartment, and we lived in the penthouse for, I don't know, I think we filmed for, like, six weeks, but it's so crazy, like, living in a house with, you know, 16 other models, and then every week someone would get kicked off, and, you know, it's just, like, it's just one of those things. They took our cell phones away from us. Like, it was kind of crazy. I look back, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, reality TV is no joke, and, um you know, the, all these really strong reactions that people have and all the tears and everything. It's like when you're living in a, basically a bubble and there's just constantly cameras on you and situations are just, it's just, you're in your own little world. And so it's like, and you don't know much about the outside world because your phone isn't there. And it just makes situations seem a lot bigger than they actually are. And you know, you don't have your normal friends, your normal family that you interact with. So, um, you know, I watch reality shows now sometimes, you know, I'll see a little snippet or, you know, have other friends on reality, reality shows. And it's like, I really, I really feel for them sometimes because (laughs) it's, it's a, it's a strange world when you're filming. And even after we finished filming, I had to just, I I was going to go back straight back at the time I was living in New York and I was going to just go straight back to New York and um, just get right back to work. And I remember I called my parents and I was like, I just think I need to come home for a few weeks and just decompress because it was so emotionally taxing. And I mean, it ended up being such a fun experience. I wouldn't trade anything for the world, you know, that experience for the world. But, um, but at the same time, it was just like, man, I'm exhausted after just having cameras on me all the time and everybody's scrutinizing my every move, you know? So, um, man, it's just a different experience, but it was awesome in the end. So, and I made amazing oh. friends. In fact, one of the yeah. girls that I filmed with now lives, you know, I, I recently got married and uh, moved to Jackson, Wyoming and, one of the girls that was on that show actually lived here. So we got together a couple weeks ago, but it's just incredible. Just these friendships that I've made, you know, between New York and, and LA and how God just continues to um, bring these people back in my life. It's really incredible. Wow. That is crazy. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, that's amazing. So that does sound intense to have a camera on you. So, I mean, Kayla, we need to talk about this because this is interesting for people, I'm sure. But, like, so yeah. they're kind of 24-7 where the camera's on you. And, like, you, of course, like, sign off everything. They can edit it any way they want. Like, is that all true or are you well, even yeah. allowed to talk? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was so long ago. This is, like, completely old news, you know. But, um but, yeah, I mean, the cameras were pretty much always on, and they had, surve- like, basically surveillance cameras throughout the house and then, you know, a camera that would follow you around all the time. Um, so oh during God. the night and stuff, you weren't really, you know, they didn't come and wake you up. But sometimes, you know, sometimes, um, actually most mornings they were there before we woke up, so they'd get us waking up and just to – have a camera in your face like when you're waking up it's like what girl wants that <laughs> you know before you brush your teeth and <laughs> wash your face and everything um and then wow. they interview you I mean I'm sure you've seen reality shows where the camera's just on the different contestants or whatever whatever the situation may be but um 
for me, they knew that I, I've always been like, my nickname is grandma. Like I get so tired at night. And so they would, they knew that and they would intentionally have me do my interviews at night when I was really tired. And so I think that they knew that I was a little more vulnerable or maybe emotional or just I was like, I don't care. I'm going to say whatever I need to say to go to bed. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that. I just feel like they kind of, um, they want to get, they want to get good footage and dramatic stuff generally. And so it's just an interesting, interesting world. And as producers of reality shows and stuff, I mean, it's just, you know, I think that they really um, are trained how, you know, in how to get the best reactions and really pry things out of people. That sounds so bad. They're not like bad people or anything like that, but it's just, it's an art. And I think a lot of these producers, they go from show to show and they just get really good at um getting what what they need for the show. So Yeah. For sure. Do you have any funny stories from that? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, are there any funny stories that are coming to you or no. gosh. I mean I know it was <laughs> there were, I was so number one, it was so long ago. But I mean there I can't really think of any like really funny stories. I mean there was some drama. I remember some of the girls accused me of, of doing something that wasn't true and um that was really hard for me because mm. you know it's like this is my reputation at stake and um you know I really prayed that God would defend me because I was like this is really a tough situation and he totally did and I remember mm. really being nervous about the way that they would edit it because I was like I hope I'm not lo- made to look really silly or like I'm lying or whatever. And God really, really protected my reputation. And um, it was just a really cool thing um, where I just felt really protected by him. So so that was cool. But funny stories, I I mean, there were just, there were a lot of funny moments and funny things caught on camera, but I can't think of like anything super specific <laughs> there's a funny that's story probably good, so. that's, yeah maybe it's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because if there's anything really like eh. no that's an amazing experience but that would be something you'd really have to depend on god for because you you literally kind of sign off control right and you're like okay yeah. here we go wow yeah wow, i talk about now <laughs> Oh, gosh. Like I said, it was so long ago. But it was one of those things, too, that I felt like I had to just every every day give to God, like, okay, I'm trying to be – I'm an imperfect person. I am a sinner, and I'm going to mess up. I'm going to make mistakes. But really help put a guard over my tongue and help me to be a good representation of you, a good representative of you. And um, and like I said, you know, I'm not perfect or anything like that. But – I feel like, like I said, he really guarded my reputation and I really had favor with the producers where they didn't, you know, some of the girls were portrayed in a really negative light and he just, with editing, you can do a lot of things, but 
they really, um, I feel like the producers really um, were so kind and, you know, they could have, they probably could have put more stuff that was embarrassing or whatever, because, you know, after six weeks of living under the, under camera scrutiny, there's a ton of, ton of stuff that I'm sure they could use against me, but they were just very, very kind, the editors, the producers, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully I was a good rep representative of Christ so um, mm -hmm. but it was really really a blessing to be on the show and really a blessing to end up winning like I said and yeah just just a really cool once in a lifetime experience and I say once in a lifetime because I'm like Lord unless you do something really <laughs> crazy I don't really want to do another reality show <laughs> so. exactly Although you and your new husband in Wyoming with the mooses, it sounds like kind of a good reality show if we think about it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I could, I could, I okay, our like in, Instagram stories. That's that's about the extent of our our reality show. I think. I know. So. You guys are so good following you. Oh, um, thank you. That's so fun. That's so fun. Well, another thing I always respected so much about you, Kaylin, was just the way, I mean, you would tell me these stories of these things you would have to turn down. Um, you always carried such purity in Hollywood, which is sometimes the opposite of what's happening in this city. And we know there's yeah. good things all over this city, but, but there are, you know, kind of some dark things too. And you oh, always yeah. so so focused on like, you know, what does God want me to do? Like saying yes to this and no to that. I mean, do you want to share anything on that? I know that's a real passion of your heart, just like the, like yeah. the purity. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's definitely been a process. You know, I've always wanted to glorify God in, you know, modeling and acting or whatever doors he opened for me. And there have been, a lot of really incredible opportunities um, that I've been presented with and really navigating what um, there's, there's kind of a gray area of like, um, like for instance, with scripts, you know, I would, my agent would call and say, Oh, I have this audition for you you're playing this role and the role would be, you know, it would be fine. There wouldn't be any like, you know, sexual situations or crazy language or whatever, but the project as a whole, like say it was a film, mm -hmm. the project as a whole would have a lot of, you know, just really immoral things or lots of sex scenes, you know, that weren't, <laughs> that weren't good, you know, like, and I'd be like, well, my particular character isn't doing anything bad. Um, that used to kind of be my stance when I was younger. I was like, well, as long as my character isn't doing anything crazy, um, you know, it's just acting or, um, you know, I'd be part of a photo shoot and like there would be um, like some characters or like whatever, something being portrayed that was not good. Like say for a resort, um, for a commercial, there'd be... I remember one time there was like, okay, um, there's this lesbian couple and we'd love for you to audition for, you know, one of the girls. And I'm like, no, I'm not okay with that. But then they're like, okay, well, what about 
this other, this other part in the commercial. And it's like, I used to just be a little bit more like, okay, well, as long as I'm not doing anything that I'm not uncomfortable with, I think it's okay. But God really got me to a point um, over the years where I was like, you know what? I want to be part of projects as a whole that are glorifying to him where I don't have any reason to be ashamed of the project as a whole um, or the commercial as a whole or the ad or the movie as a whole. And that kind of got to a point where I was turning down like pretty much everything, like 90% of things that came along my path, you know, along my path. I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I, I kind of got to the point where I was like, am I being too strict? Am I ever going to be able to work? Um, because I feel like I have such a high level of like what I will and won't do. Um, but God really somehow just continued to bless me um, and provide me with things that um, were glorifying and were pure. And it's really funny, like, even with modeling, um, I kind of got got to be known, like, with all my agents as, like, the gown girl and the bridal girl because I wow. wasn't into, um, you know, I really didn't want to do lingerie or, like, sexy swimwear or, you know, the more risque things, which in L.A., since we're near a beach, and there's just, like, a lot of very um, sexual stuff, provocative stuff, and you know, I, I feel like I turned down a lot of things and a lot of money over the years, but, but because I was turning those things down and saying yes to, okay, I'll do another bridal shoot. I'll do another gown shoot. Like those ended up being my clients. And I feel like I've gotten to wear some of the most beautiful gowns in the entire world, like all over the world in Paris, I mean, everywhere. And um, got to do so many bridal shoots. And it's like, if I had been dubbed as like, oh, she's a swimsuit girl or the girl that will do this or that, God could have never allowed me to basically like make a living modeling these like princess dresses, (laughs) you know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like he rewards um, just us wanting to be pure and wanting to participate in projects that honor him and um yeah it's just I haven't been perfect in it by any means but he's trained me over the years to just not even want to um dabble with things that grieve his heart um and and that's cost me you know several things over the years and I've been dropped by several agents and managers um, just because they're like, you're too picky and we're so tired of like, we can't say no again. We can't say no again to this casting director. And it's like, well, you know, um, God has fought for me and kept me employed and kept me busy in, in, a, you know, in a town where there are a lot of really um, just immoral projects, but there are a lot of, beautiful projects and pure and, and noble projects. And so um, it's not just all 
all darkness and all bad. And some people say that. And so, you know, I meet a lot of Christians that are like, how did you, you know, how did you survive in Hollywood? And, you know, but there are people that are fighting for righteousness. There are projects that, even if they're not necessarily Christian, they're beautiful projects to be a part of. And I think that if God calls you to Hollywood or calls you to the entertainment industry, you know, he will make a way and he will partner you or have you partner with people um, who also want to glorify him. So it's not just a lost cause. Hollywood isn't just a lost cause like some people think it is. So sorry, I'm rambling. (laughs) No, you're, oh, it's beautiful. I love your stories. And that's, that's so encouraging, Kaylin, for, you know, other um, people that, you know, come out here and, and they're believers in Christ and they want to follow a certain, you know, moral standard. Um, you know, everybody gets to choose, right? But um, mm-hmm. but they want to follow that moral standard and just the, the faithfulness of God. You know, you saying no yeah. so often and people dropping you left and right and probably in a way, I mean, I don't want to use the word threatening you, but I'm sure at times you were like, oh, yeah. you know, and and then for you to just be like, but I've got to listen to what God's saying to me, or, you know, I've got to follow my moral compass or whatnot. And then um, for God to keep you employed. And, to, and I know I saw your pictures, girl, those wedding dresses. Like I, it's just bored. the things, the pictures you, the dresses you got to wear. And it was just so powerful and beautiful. And I just, well, it, and that's it, what, yeah, and I feel like, you know, and even in the Bible, it talks so much about being the bride of Christ and um, the way that God, you know, that Christ dresses um, his girls, you know, it's it doesn't talk about like in skimpy attire or shabby clothes. It's like, you know, wow. I feel like he's, I've gotten to wear um, and, and, and kind of, um, I guess, in a way, I feel like I'm like, oh, Lord, you're treating me and, and dressing me like the bride of Christ. And I hope that this can be an example to the world, you know. And, um, yeah, so it's just been it's been um, really cool to see the way that sometimes that those no's that are really hard and that you get ridiculed for um, or stabbed in the back for or whatever – um, God will always honor them. And there was one time, um, actually a couple of years ago that I got offered, it was a big, big commercial and, you know, you wouldn't think commercials, you don't typically think of like real, you know, stuff that Christians wouldn't want to do in commercials. I thought usually like that's a pretty clean world, but, um, I got offered a commercial, Um, that was just really, I was going to have to do some stuff that was just really sexual and just not, I just knew it wouldn't honor Christ. And I was trying to justify it. And I was like, well, I'm just acting. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know if, you know, the people who are listening or, or, you know, like, but like a commercial, if you get a big one, um, a lot of times it can pay anywhere from, you know, 30 grand to 200 grand. I mean, it's like a big amount of money. And if you book one, it's like, oh, great. You're set for a while. And um, my agents were like, yes, you booked this thing. And um, anyway, long story short, someone told me, they said, 
well, Kaylin, um, the fact that you're wrestling so much over this, like God, God gives you peace when it's his will. He'll give you peace. And um, she also said, and, you know, a clean conscience is the softest pillow. And I remember that night, I couldn't sleep at all because I was like, I don't, you know, what should I do, God? I want to honor you, but I feel like you've opened this door um, and, like, blessed me through this, you know. But, like, at the same time, I just, you know, I was just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I just didn't have peace. And I definitely couldn't sleep. Um, and so I ended up turning it down and getting dropped also the next day. Um, but you know, that next night I could sleep and I knew that I had made the right decision and, you know, hopefully honored the Lord and I wasn't going to be, there's nothing worse than being on set and feeling uncomfortable because of the outfit that you're in or feeling like, oh my gosh, is this going to ruin my, um, my testimony really, you know, because I'm doing something that's really not honoring Jesus and just knowing that you're honoring Jesus and trying to represent him well and in purity. um, There's nothing that feels better. There's nothing, there's nothing that the world can, can offer you or give you that is, better than knowing that you're right and pleasing to Jesus. Wow. That's so powerful, Kaylin. Oh my gosh. You just, your purity is so powerful. Like I think sometimes mm-hmm. we, purity is like this dainty, like, I don't know. Like I just sometimes you think of it that way, but actually like as you're speaking, I'm like, her purity is so powerful. And mm-hmm. I'm, especially in an industry where a lot of us don't work every day. You know what I mean? A lot of us aren't faced with these kind of decisions like you were every day. You know, we've got other things going on, but, but I mean, faced mm-hmm. with like kind of provision, you know, like, and, oh, and yeah. you know, so hard and you know what I mean? Like, and, and just risking like, Oh, you know, no one will hire you again. And yet you yeah. still. Or like, how am I going to pay my rent? Like there are so many right. times where, you know, God was just always faithful, but it's like, it's just hard. It's really hard. And there's seasons where, um, you know, God really blessed me and I had way more than enough. But then there were a lot of seasons where I was like, God, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to, you know, if you want me to stay here, like, like, why am I turning down this? You know, why are you, I feel like you're dangling this in front of me because I need provision, or this would be a huge, um, you know, thing that would really help advance my career. Why would this be dangled in front of me and then just taken away? But, um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't tease us. He doesn't, that's not, that's not who he is. But I think sometimes he trains us and that training is really hard. (laughs) And especially when it's like, you know, like I said, really having to disappoint people like agents or managers um, or people not understanding why you're turning Mm. down things that the rest of the world would glorify or when you're just like, Lord, I need to pay my rent. Like those are really hard situations. Um, But like I said, I just feel like God's always training us. He's always testing us. So that, like in Job, it says that will come forth as gold 
And it's like gold doesn't just get, you know, made overnight. It's tested, it's tried, it's burned in the fire. And I feel like if you um, want to stand, you know, faithful and strong in Hollywood, like you almost have to be tested and tried. It doesn't just come easy as a believer to be um be faithful in that and I feel like there's also a lot of warfare um a lot of warfare um because the enemy doesn't want people coming in and standing for righteousness he doesn't want projects that are going to um glorify Jesus and glorify purity and so I think anyone going into um you know, these kind of war zones like LA um, has to just be ready to put on their Ephesians 6 armor and be ready to stand and stand firm in their faith. It's like, you can't go into Hollywood being like, well, I don't really know what I would do in this situation. Like if I'm offered this role or someone asked me to take off my clothes on set or whatever, it's like, you can't go in there kind of wavering in those areas. You have to come in firm and like, okay, this is what God says. I know the word of God. Um, and I'm not going to compromise no matter what the world may offer me. Um, and, and it's hard, but it's like, I think that God equips and strengthens and trains and then ultimately puts saints on display, um, sometimes just though after being like going through like a really, really tough battle. So once again, I'm kind of babbling, but does that make sense? No, Kaylin, you are not babbling. Like I'm like listening okay. to you, feeling strengthened just as even as I listen. Oh, and I'm just, praise oh, this God. Is, this is so powerful. I just feel like you have oh, so you. much wisdom and you're not that old. I mean, you're pretty young, but you, you've just been through, you've, you've been through, like you said, that testing and that trying in a very unique way. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people that, you know, not a lot, but, you know, I don't know, 10 or 12 now um, Christians that have worked in Hollywood. And I really, you're the first one that I feel like has been doing it for a long period of time. And um, yeah, it has just, you know, like I said, been dropped by so many different agents and stuff. Like that's a lot of rejection. I mean, how did you handle that? Like that rejection? I mean, was it just like knowing you were, it's never easy. It's never easy because you're just like, well, God, like once again, I've struggled a lot with this over the years. Like, God, I feel like you opened that door to this incredible manager, incredible agent or incredible project. And why would you force me to turn it down or, why did you just open this door and now this agent is dropping me? But, um, you know, sometimes I think I've really learned and am and, and still learning. It's not like the world really glorifies success and fame and achievements. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, I think it's just about being faithful and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so maybe I was with that agent for, a month just because I needed to, you know, God needed to me to say something or, um, you know, there's something that God had. I, I, I don't think that any relationship is just by happenstance. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, the, over the years, I, I've signed with people and worked with people um, who God gave me a little bit of a warning, like, yeah, this person is a really great agent or manager, but just like a little bit of a warning, there wasn't a full piece. And sometimes I got myself into situations where I just don't think that I should have even signed with this person in the first place. And I, I really, um, am, I try to, um, at this point, you know, if, if I'm able to work with, um, another Christian, I really, I really value that because I'm like, I don't have to explain myself and try to defend myself. And, you know, really when you're trying to explain the reasons behind your beliefs or turning something down, if someone doesn't know the word of God or doesn't share your beliefs, it's just kind of like, they just think you're a fool. And, um, you know, but if you're trying to explain it to someone who has some kind of, you know, the, the common ground is the word of God, then you can at least kind of explain why, why you're thinking the way that you're thinking or making decisions the way that you're making the decisions. Um, And so I've just learned, I'm like, Oh, I understand why God wants us to be equally yoked, not just in like marriage, but also if possible in business relationships, um, it just makes life a whole lot easier. So um, when I have that option, I, you know, I try to, to be represented by people who, who share my beliefs and that I can express my beliefs to openly without, you know, without shame and all that kind of stuff. Um, but also with agents and, and managers, it's like they're actually representing you. They are, that's what they call it, representation. And so they're right. speaking for you. They're emailing for you. They're talking to casting directors and clients on behalf of you. And so I used to not care at all. I'm like, well, they they can, you know, I've had a lot of them even like lie and say, oh, she's busy that day when really I'm not, you know, because they don't want me to do something for not enough money or whatever. And it's like, even that, I'm like, I don't want people representing me that aren't going to be kind or speak to people the way that I would want them to speak or lie or whatever. And so that's definitely been a learning curve for me too and a challenge at times, but you know, like I said, God has been so faithful and I think there's a reason behind every relationship. Um, and I've learned a lot and I've really learned, you know, what I was saying earlier, just to really yield to peace. And mm-hmm. if there's a red flag or a hesitation about working with someone or working on a project, um, I've learned I probably should just wait until God gives me a little more clarity um, because there's usually a reason that he's giving me a warning and I don't want to just rush past that anymore. (laughs) And so, um, so yeah, that's something I would say to anybody that's working in Hollywood is just like mind the checks and really, Mm. if you don't have peace about something or, you know, something is clearly violating um, the word of God, um, just run from those things. Um, and just try to glorify God and go with that peace at all costs. Wow. Wow, Kaylin, you've 
so much wisdom. Like, I love oh, it. Oh, I don't I know about that. Can't <laughs> just say that if I didn't mean it. Like, I'm listening to you. I'm oh, like, um, well, I don't know what God. He's taught me a lot. But, um, yeah, he's a great teacher, right? He's such a good, yes. like, I love, I love in scripture where it says he's the counselor. You know, I'm like, yeah. we have like a we have a counselor in us, like twenty four seven. That's really helpful <laughs> to me, anyway. I know, yeah. and and also like if we ask for wisdom, he gives it to us generously. Like it says in James, I'm like, why don't I should be asking for wisdom all the time? You know, I'll I'll ask for it in certain situations and stuff, but I'm like, why don't I ask for it like in every single situation <laughs> because it's available to us. It's incredible. Oh, that's that, Kaylin, James 1, 5, my favorite scripture. Like, it is. Oh you know? Yeah. He creates the universe. Like, why wouldn't I ask him for wisdom? You know what I mean? He literally has all the wisdom, and we can ask, and he'll give it to us without measure. I'm like, um, where should I park, God? You know, especially in L.A., where should I park? You know? Like, even yes. in the, silliest, the silliest things, you know? It's, it's not yeah. like he gives so many wisdom coins yeah. that once you use it, you're done. No, it doesn't say that. It says you can ask for wisdom about anything. So I just think he loves, like, doing life with us and whatever our yeah. career is. You know, he loves, you know, working on our our different, you know, businesses or, you know, um, just entrepreneurial adventures or whatever yeah. it is that life he loves. To, you know, I even remember when I used to work a nine-to-five um, you know, I would often talk to God and ask him for wisdom in situations and he's just so smart, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I love (laughs) that about you, Lindsay, is like, you're just always in a conversation with God and always asking for his opinion, his advice, his wisdom. And you're such a teachable, humble student. It's like, you want, you don't want to do things on your own. You don't want to just try to find a parking spot on your own. It's like, you're always asking asking and seeking and I think the most beautiful thing is in scripture it says like seeking you will find knock and the door will be open to you and so I just I admire that about you just the constant conversation and just inquisitiveness it's just so beautiful and I think it's probably so just special to God's heart it's precious you're so sweet well girl I tried to do it by myself for about 31 years and it did not work so I learn kind of not the hard way but you know I learned I was like I tried it It wasn't great so I'm just gonna lean on him you know so yeah yeah no training exactly yeah exactly uses the training before we even know him so um yeah fun oh I love having you on so do you want to tell us anything about your current your current life your your love story King and queen of, um, I just love that your last name, I mean, Kayla, when I saw oh. that you were last name King, I was like, 100% perfect. This girl is a queen. Oh. I have no question that her last name should be King. I just, oh, I you're so sweet, Lindsay. Well, no, I just, I, you know, it's just been, I, I was telling you earlier, like, it, it's just been everything about this relationship. Um, you know, we met when we were 30. Phil and I, um, and Phil is just a background. He is a songwriter and a worship leader and um, has traveled all over the world and was living in Dallas. And 
Um, we met last year um, at like through this lady who's really just been like my mentor for the past several years. He was Phil was singing at an event in Washington D.C. Um, and she met him, and he came out to Santa Barbara. I met Phil at you know my mentor's house, and we became friends. And then um, God made it really clear very quickly that um, that he was just like just perfect for me. I, I just everything about him. It just like it was almost just like completing. Um, just all these things that didn't make sense. It was like Phil came along and I was like, Oh, I'm so lacking in this area. And he's so strong in this area. And it's just like this perfect blend of um, just, you know, our strengths and weaknesses. And um, yeah, so we became friends and fell in love and we got engaged in February before all the COVID madness. And um Anyway, and then COVID hit, and I actually moved out of L.A. in April. All work got canceled, and I knew I was going to get married in the fall anyway. And so I just thought, well, and Phil at the time was living in Dallas. So we thought we would probably just move to Dallas, and that was going to be that, you know. And I thought, oh, well, hopefully I'll still be able to work in New York and L.A. Well, as you know, like New York and L.A. have just just completely shut down. I think they're – you know, slowly starting to reopen. Um, but yeah, so I, I moved back in with my parents and, you know, was preparing for the wedding. And then we got married in September. And in the meantime, Phil got offered a job in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And um, he's leading worship at a church out here. And then also still doing a ton of songwriting and stuff like, like that. In fact, he's in the other room singing right now I hope we, he has a little recording Aww. studio set up so I hope you I hope it's not coming through the door um but the anyway through the door so that's what? all we love what we love I said the yeah. spirit of worship is coming through this podcast so we're yes. so grateful <laughs> yes 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 but um anyway that it's just that in itself has just been such a cool thing it was like this Jackson whole thing came completely out of nowhere and I am such a mountain girl, Lindsay. I know you're a beach girl, and you know I appreciated the beach. I was I was in Santa Monica for a long time, and I loved it. But my heart just comes alive in the mountains. I love it so much, and so just even the fact that God moved us here, and there's just mountains. The Grand Tetons are we can see them out of our little living room window. And it is just like the cutest little town. And it's so international here. People come from all over the world. Yellowstone's just, you know, practically our backyard. And so um, there's so many tourists, so many um, people, even just from LA and New York, we've just almost every week have visitors, um, you know, and people that we know that are coming through. And so I'm like, God, I don't really know what's next I'm just I'm so grateful to be here with my husband and um you know we'll, we'll see what the you know we, we don't really know what exactly the next um chapter or a few chapters hold but it's like I'm just so content being here in the mountains while the world is kind of a little bit 
just in chaos still from the whole COVID thing. Um, I just feel like he's provided this hidden, beautiful place for us. Um, just for me, even to learn how to be a wife, you know, I've been le- learning how to cook and um, it's, it's a big learning curve because I've been single for 30 years and um, just to like live with another person, it's been wonderful. But like at the same time, it's just, there's a lot of new stuff, even just changing my name and all these mm. different things that come along with being married. Um, it's a lot of transition and I'm actually glad um, that I'm not just like, crazy, crazy busy flying here, there and everywhere. It's just nice to be in a place where I'm like, oh, I can really enjoy time, you know, these first few months with my husband and learn these things that I never really even had an interest in learning before I was married. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just really a beautiful, beautiful little season. And like I said, I, you know, I still hope to work and um, that, the industry's kind of open back up in New York and LA, but I'm just giving it to God. And I'm like, well, you know, if that, if my time's up and he has something new for me here in Jackson and wherever else he takes us after this, like, great. But um, my hands are really open and I'm really seeking kind of, you know, what's next. So it's exciting, kind of scary, yeah. but also exciting. <laughs> so. I think that's, together scary and exciting it's like an adventure yeah. you know what I mean like you just never know but we know God's good and so he's yes. got good things. so I love that okay oh, Ryan you're such a you're such a precious like just I don't oh. know there's something so stunning about you and it's not just your outside Thank I know you. you've been paid a lot and you know like been set up as like this beautiful person on the outside but you are you are even more beautiful on the inside like it's just so yeah it's just so powerful to me it's just him it's just him that's all it is because myself it's just like (laughs) you carry him so beautifully and I'm just honored to be your friend well I would love to have you pray the listeners you know I different people listen to it um, but I do think some people that do have a heart for Hollywood, you know, listen to this, um, probably believers mostly, because I'm always interviewing believers, um, or people that are, like you said, kind of hungry for, for what is true. Um, and so I'd love for you to just pray for those that maybe, you know, are kind of the next crew that's coming here, um, or people that yeah. are here but are struggling with love just for you you carry a ton of authority I feel like so would love oh, to have you pray. thank you yeah no, I would love to Hi. I would love to <laughs> okay okay well Lord I just thank you so much for this time I thank you for Lindsay's faithfulness and her example and her obedience just in recording these podcasts and I I just pray that anyone who's listening um, that needs hope right now that you would just give them hope and that you would give them joy and that anyone that feels called to Hollywood or is living in Hollywood, um, Lord, that you would give them a new and radical stance on purity and on righteousness, that they would be completely uncompromising um, and that they would really shine for you, Lord. Um, Would you just raise up a new generation of leaders of artists that will just glorify you and stand for 
for you? And would you um, just use anything that I just said, any story, any words, Lord, would it, would it all be for your glory? And if anyone needs help and encouragement, I just pray that, that you would, um, that you would give it to them, Lord. And um, thank you for everyone that, that is just taking time out of their day to, to listen. And I just pray that you would bless them so much, bless them with wisdom, like we were talking about, Wisdom that comes from heaven, the wise, wise wisdom of God, um, in all areas. Um, but yeah, Lord, we just we just pray um, that Your will would be done on earth and in Hollywood, as it is in heaven. And we just love You so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kaylin King. I loved talking to you. Such a gift. Oh. Thank you, Lindsay. You're amazing, and thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it was my pleasure for sure. Well, everyone, you heard it. Heard it here, the precious Kaylin King. We got to hear her wisdom. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.